Welcome to another episode of the Soju Bomb Podcast, the industry insider show for anime, cosplay, and esports events. Uh, today's episode is hosted by Marvin Square Noodles of Square Noodles Photography and myself, Anthony Orke of Cross Counter TV. If it's your first time listening and wondering what the hell this podcast is about, well, it's basically me, an event runner formerly involved in the anime industry, now gone esports, sharing my experiences with two pals, one dealing with multimedia, photography, and video alike. Uh, and the other um, as an esteemed owner of a streetwear brand and fellow event organizer. Namely, lit-ass after-parties that if you've ever been to any large uh, anime convention, and you and your friends waited in a long-ass line to get on said wait list uh, to get into one, chances are it was his. Uh, our vision is to provide tips, strats, and share useful yet funny-ass stories about what it takes to come up as a working-class professional in the coolest subsection of the nerd fandom industry. So, in today's episode, uh, we have the unique pleasure of having our first ever guest on the show, Mr. Richie Edquid. Uh, if you've ever been to a car show in the early 2000s, uh, Anime Expo, during its glory days, uh, any an- San Diego uh, anime conventions, uh, or any anime convention after party in general, um, more than likely you've been to one of his events. So, for the first third of the pod, uh, Marvin and I share some quick stories about how we first met Richie. Uh, afterwards, we ask him a little bit about his background in event management, uh, as well as how he gained his experience and saw the patterns between volunteering for different events in different areas of pop culture. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Marvin grills myself and Richie about some backstory to HentaiCon and why year two never happened. So some takeaways to keep in mind when listening to this episode. Richie talks about learning the basics of event management and organizational skills within uh, businesses from all different ventures in numerous industries. Uh, And between myself, Marvin, and Kim, uh, we 100% agree about the parallels between business and event management uh, between different platforms. This is significant because uh, for anybody out there considering volunteering or wanting to learn experience about events management in the nerd fandom industry, you can clearly see many similarities on how org structures are run in various industries. I also want you to take note uh, on the latter half of the podcast, uh, uh, Marvin grills us about some backstory to HentaiCon. Now, for full context's sake, uh, myself and Richie are no longer affiliated with HentaiCon nor the parent company that owned HentaiCon. Uh, and for us talking about it in retrospect, uh, it's based on each of our own individual experiences during our time there. Uh, it does not reflect the opinions of HentaiCon or the parent company, nor any of the organizations we currently affiliate ourselves with. That being said, if you listen to the podcast all the way through to the end, we may consider having uh, HentaiCon being a continuous topic of conversation for upcoming episodes. So if you'd like to hear more and help Marvin hear the full story, uh, feel free to let us know in the comments or hit us up in the DMs uh, that you want to hear more about it. Uh, it was honestly super enjoyable to have Richie on the show. He himself is a rambunctious personality. Uh, if you ever have the unique pleasure of meeting him, he is definitely um, someone you want to have on your side. Definitely a, a big heart, uh, an even bigger brain. This fool is like probably the sickest strategist uh, I've ever come across in my life. Um, uh, and because of his influence on the three of us, uh, considering having him as a special guest, as a correspondent on the show, perhaps, uh, you know, we hope we, we hope you look forward to hearing uh, about his crazy stories uh, out here on these streets. Uh, please don't forget, if you are not already, uh, to subscribe to whatever platform that you're listening to, uh, as well as our YouTube channel. Uh, if you'd like to know how to support us, the best thing you can do is help spread the word and share the podcast with folks that... Um, 
you think that might get a kick out of our stories. Uh, we've had requests about merch and Marvin pulled the trigger on some in-house apparel for the squad. Uh, after I ep- uh, edit this next episode, uh, I'll be working on getting some designs in for swag, so keep an eye out for that. Once we release apparel, uh, feel free to cop some since we're a really small channel on YouTube uh, and we haven't been able to monetize yet. Um, you know, it's one of the few ways you'd be able to help keep the lights on. Um, so please feel free to cop some swag once it is available. Uh, obviously, we're a small rinky-dink operation and your support is greatly needed and appreciated for the longevity and growth of the show. Now, without further ado, on behalf of myself and the crew, we thank you so much and hope you enjoy episode 10 of the Soju Bomb podcast. I actually want you to talk about everything hentai con. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so Welcome to another episode of the Soju Bomb Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Anthony Orke. Uh, I am also joined by uh, our, our, our prince of the Philippines, Mr. Marvin Square Noodles. <laughs> Dang, gotta work my way to the king, bro. <laughs> gotta work his way up to his kingship again. Uh, uh, so and of course, uh, we have our... We, we, have, we, we normally have a third person, but uh, I, I believe... Uh, I believe Kim got a little bit too turnt last night. Uh, there was a couple of events that he was attending, so uh, it's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Like you can't you, exactly you can't you can't keep the party out of the person. So uh, yeah. So um, wherever you are, Kim, uh, may you, may, well. may you yeah. We hope you're we hope you're well. Uh, reach out to us. Send us an SOS if you need help. <laughs> so uh, and and so okay. So today's episode is a very 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 special episode because it's the first time that we have anyone other than myself, Marvin, and or Kim uh, on the podcast with us. So there, for me personally, there are no words to introduce this person. He holds a very special place in my heart personally um, because we've done so much good work together. I've learned a lot from him personally. This guy is an OG in the anime slash esports slash events scene. Um, if you've ever been to any uh, anime convention after party, more than likely you've either seen this person or he's running that event that you're at. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our very first guest on the Soju Bomb podcast, Mr. Richie Edquid. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> we do the oh, Princess Wave. Uh, we get the elbow motion. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, so Richie, how you doing? Doing good. Little nice. little audio hiccups, but we're here. Yeah, we're recording we're live here. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're God. we're recording live in uh, in quarantine. Yeah. So exactly. Oh, God, it's, it's yeah, it's hell yeah. Freaking hot there in San Diego right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heat wave. Yeah, oh, no Jesus kidding. Christ. It's yeah, it's it's actually starting to heat up here in uh, in Vegas too. Yeah. I think it's like the high eighties right now. So I've got I've got the fan running uh, in the back too. So. Anywho, um, all right, yeah. so we have our first special guest. Uh, this is kind of the first time that we're doing this piece. Um, right. And so, Richie, before we get in, so, okay, so one of my things with, with having guests on the show is to kind of share how each how each of us knows you. But before each of us goes into our story, um, are there any quick facts or fun facts about yourself that you wanted to share before we dive deep into these uh, heartwarming stories that we're about to share? Uh. So completely unrelated to my past, <laughs> I just had my last uh, day of coding boot camp on Friday, and I started hey, coding nice. on Monday. Hell uh, yeah. No, no one saw that coming. 
No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, hopefully, I can make the Soju Bomb website. You know, that, that's the oh, one. Let's oh, let's go. Up in June. So down. The internship's over. We'll make oh, some news. For sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We're excited nice. for that. Good shit, man. Yeah, I'll definitely. You're you're definitely one of those people I'll have on speed dial, anyways. I mean, you already are on speed dial. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Okay. So, I guess I'll go first because I was the Good one that thing, asked yeah. Richie to come on here. Um. Okay. So how myself and Richie know each other is through a very convoluted set of hoops and loops. That uh, okay. So. <laughs> How he and I met. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, Richie, but I met you before you even knew who the hell I was. Yeah, I still feel bad uh, about that. I no, it's okay, it's okay. I introduced myself, and you were like hella preoccupied. So okay, so backtrack to 2016 Hanadoki Con. That was my first Hanadoki Con ever, and I was invited because of my um, uh, because me and my my boy Lance were starting to do our boothing our our boothing series. So we'd gone to like a bunch of SoCal cons coming out here from Vegas. And so we had booth at that Hanadoki con, um, made some friends. That's when we met, uh, nerdy bit. Shout out, Matt. Uh, oh, that's yeah. when we met. Nerdy yeah. bit. Oh, I'm dude, wearing he's wearing a shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Go check out nerdy bit. Oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. They got no, some fire ass the hat. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. But, um, at that time, the only thing that they were known for, this was before they had merch, dude. They were actually just doing their bead art. I remember that. Cause, uh, yeah, they only had like their beat art and everything like, so anyways, so we're boothing right there with them and we're like, dude, like we don't know what to do. And he's like, oh, hit us up after like con shuts down. Like, well, you know, let's kick it. And so since they were really like our first con friends, me and Lance didn't really know anyone else there. So we hit them up after the con closed down and then we're like, all right, so what's going on? And like, bro, there's this lit ass industry party going up, <laughs> going, going down upstairs in the, the presidential suite. And I was like, what the shit? Like, you know, people like that, you know? And he, and here I was, I was a, I was a freshman, uh, at the time, my position at Sabacon, I had just gotten the vice chair title, um, so I had j- like I'm I'm a noob in the con scene, right? And I didn't know nobody for nothing. So when I hear presidential suite and when I hear industry party, I'm like, like what the shit? The like, damn, up. you're connected, bro. <laughs> yeah. So we get to that room, right? He's he's getting like mad texts and everything, and so we leave his room, go to, out the hallway. All of a sudden, outside, just outside the elevator, pops open. You see Marvin Square Noodles before Square Noodles even existed. You see Megan Yee. You see John Square That's Noodles true. and a couple other cats. And these guys come out, and Marvin's like, "Oh my guy, right?" Uh, well, you know, uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Matt says <laughs> Matt Matt uses other language that yeah, I cannot yeah. share, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he says oh my you know yeah, and then Marvin's like, oh Matt. and he's like oh we're just about to go up to uh to richie's party and that was the first time i heard richie and then marvin's like oh no nah, dude like it just got shut down <laughs> and yeah. we're like no. no so we're like what do we do we're like i don't know we gotta find something else to do so we go back into the room take it there and then essentially that's when i met marvin actually that was the first time i yeah. met marvin uh, and he and I kicked it that whole night. Uh, he ends up getting a text saying like, oh, there's like a taco party. You go to the taco party. We meet a Landy. And then that was the first time I saw Richie. And Richie was like, party. he was at the bottom. I think, he, I don't know if he got tacos. Did you get tacos? Did you end up getting tacos? <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. All I remember was a Landy saying there was tacos at that party. And we're like, shit jam down for tacos. Yeah. End up getting there, no tacos. So we ended up like twerking on, on Megan. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Uh, and then we go outside out to um, like the deck area and then that's when me and Megan were talking and then Richie was right behind her 
and mm. then richie was like okay, yeah oh yeah, like yeah. what are you guys doing right now and we're like oh nothing it's like oh just come up to the room and we're like are you sure like everyone just got kicked out of this yeah it's my room no, no. so yeah. everyone decides okay, to i go remember yeah. <laughs> everyone decides to go up there i remember being popped uh, and going to the patio and just being like man <laughs> that sucks <laughs> just yeah. getting air you know like cooling off yeah like, all it the looked like you were like decompressing dude like oh, cooling the jets steaming <laughs> yeah so <laughs> So we walk over, but then it was like hella late. And I think Marvin and, and Megan were like, I think I'm going to call it a night. So I was like, oh, let me walk you guys back. Yeah. Go back to Marvin's room. That shit's locked yeah. <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> and we're waiting outside. Essentially what happens is like, you know, those hotel locks, like where you can't like digitally unlock. It? It's the hard lock. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, it yeah. keeps the door closed. Yeah. That thing was on. So we're like, shit, man, we don't know what to do. And then Marvin's like, yo, like maybe we could just kick it with Richie. And then we go upstairs, and yeah. then I introduce myself to Richie. So, and then yeah, after that, sure. um, yeah, he ends up finding out. I don't know. I don't know if this was like a clout thing or anything, but he ends up finding out I'm the vice chair for Sabacon. And then <laughs> he finds out that I'm going to LA, and then he invites me out to round one. And then that's the hey. first time we had beers. We, he, I watched him that's play so. DDR. Uh, fun fact uh. about Richie is he's a former <laughs> DDR champion. Hashtag fight me. Yeah, uh, I was sponsored, but I didn't win the tournament. Oh, <laughs> I no. was freestyle, not a perfect. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate, dude. So, That's so crazy, dude. That's yeah, crazy. So how- that, that was that was my story of how I met Richie. Uh, Richie, do you remember any of that? Uh, bits and pieces now. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember being outside in the patio and just being like, "Fuck, I got busted." <laughs> and then I remember Marvin telling me how like they were like. You guys are locked out. So it's like, okay, I finally have all the pieces. Because I wasn't sure if that was all the same night or yeah. if that was like different years. Two separate nights. <laughs> you know? No, they're all the same. Yeah. Like, no, that was all the same nights. It's still crazy. Hell yeah. Because, all um, right, cool. I'll, I'll, go yeah. and, I'll go and popcorn over to, to Marvin. Marvin, no, how did you first meet up? No, uh, it's meet crazy because um, I actually, before um, I go on to um, telling my story about like what with Richie is I actually want to yeah. add on more to the story in terms of uh, this this night right this yeah. one singular night that you know I didn't realize that Jesus Christ that's how we kind of all not met per se but how we end up being kind of close together yeah that's how we right? got close I remember yeah so yeah um, one thing is that <clears throat> Richie like to this day, like I, I love saying this, how Richie threw the best two-hour party. Like completely changed my mindset on how a hotel party should be like held. It's it, yeah. it's great because it's like the thing is that there's there's two types of uh, con parties. It's like the Richie way, and there's the uh, Shushkan way, which is yeah. like. You know, everybody's so worried about getting kicked out. And yeah. then they're like, start shushing like shh, every 30 seconds. So it's just like fucking story, like fucking bedtime stories all around. Everybody <laughs> doing whisper voices. Stories. Right? They're like, they're whispering inside the room and we're supposed to be turning up. And like, we're just drinking in silence. I'm just like, this is not a party, right? But the difference is that like Richie's room party, it's just like, I'm going to have like the loudest music, subwoofer and all, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking roll out like drinks all around like have fun there's like fucking um like drinks on the counter yeah. <laughs> like help yourself right we there was a barista even to the point where like because we wanted to ration the freaking alcohol but um <laughs> richie threw this to uh, it started at eight so i'm just like all right cool it starts at eight early i'm like 
Right, because you know, um, it's there's it's no uh, Hanadoki. Like, yeah, there's no uh, kind of there was no nightlife. <laughs> right, wow. so it starts at eight, and I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm gonna get there around nine, nine thirty. I'm like, show up fashionably late, right? Fucking got there, had like the best thirty minutes of my life, right? And then <laughs> <laughs> boom, kicked out. It's like, dude, but the thing is that me enjoying that party for thirty minutes, I'm like, holy shit, that was like the best it's like like i'd rather take this have a good ass party right yeah. get buzzed than get kicked out yeah <laughs> it's the whole, just a, a whole better story than saying oh yeah we just kind of whispered in silence for six hours i'm like no dude that's like i want to get kicked out it's done. And I was just like, six, six so hours of for, church just whispered yeah, to each other so <laughs> because of richie <laughs> <laughs> it's like eh, because of Richie, I started throwing parties the same way he did it. It's like nice. sure, like hearing about it now how Richie is like really really sad how he got kicked out after two hours. But I genuinely like everyone I talked to there genuinely had like the best time of their lives, like in terms of like party. Yeah, um, we're still talking about it four years later. Yeah, so, I mean, it's that I good. Of a party. I can't get over that. I can't get over that party, dude. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to the question of how I met Richie, um, <clears throat> the thing is that we, Richie and I were part of this group of friends and it's so crazy because like people would always mention the name Richie, right? I'm just like, who's this Richie guy? Like I need to know him. And then like out of nowhere, people would just be like, yeah, he's throwing a yacht party, right? And I'm just like, oh cool, a yacht party. I want to be part of that. And then finally nighttime falls around. I'm not sure when this was Richie, but um, it's probably like Hanadoki Kanji or something. What uh, the yacht was Kanji? Kanji, they're dynamic Kanji in San Diego. Oh mm. God, that doesn't. Those two doesn't even exist anymore. Hanadoki and Kanji. Nah, rest crazy. in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. But yeah, so it was Kanji, and I'm like, oh cool, yacht party, right? And then I showed up. This this guy showed up, right? And it's just like he was in a tuxedo, but the problem with that is it was also a pajama. It was a pajama <laughs> tuxedo. <Back to. laughs> yeah. That was the first time I met Richie, and like I knew right away the moment I met him, this dude showed up in a tuxedo pajama. I'm like we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> so that was my first time um, meeting Richie, and um, I had a great time that night. That was that was fun. Yeah. So any context Richie, to that uh, that yacht story, Richie? Like what? Like how does one even throw a yacht party? Like how did that even come to be? <laughs> let, let me context the presidential suite and then the yacht. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The presidential yeah, yeah. suite, like Martin brought up the subwoofer. That's how we got busted. <laughs> uh, so the, like I don't know if you want to show in video later. I could dig up the schematics of the of the room. <laughs> the presidential oh suite God. comes with two side rooms. So it's like, all right, we're going to lock the side rooms. That's our buffer, you know, for neighbors. Like, yeah. across the halls. This is where on the top floor, there was, like, no one, right? But the security comes in and is like, hey, the floor underneath you <laughs> is, like, really pissed off because their ceiling is vibrating. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> so it's like, we can't recover from this. <laughs> That's why I was just, like, oh kicked out because it's like, yeah. nah, dude, you can't keep it quiet. And then so my, my friend that was DJ was like, I'm never bringing a subwoofer to a, to a hotel party again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it sounded sick until we got yeah. busted. Yeah, dude. And then, as so far as crazy. the yacht goes, oh, man. I, I used to call it uh, Adam Yahtzee. Adam Yahtzee? Yeah, because it's not a yacht. And an Adam. 
<laughs> is there a flyer for that? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it up later. Oh man! Uh, all right. So a suite at the the Sheraton Harbor Island, like the 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 Sheraton with the harbor. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so no, first of all, the hotel has a harbor, so just boats. And mm-hmm. so like a suite at the actual hotel was four hundred, but on Airbnb, mm-hmm. uh, the yacht was like three fifty a night. <laughs> so it was cheaper <laughs> to get the yacht <laughs> in a hotel suite. <laughs> So I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> no one does this shit. Nah, yeah. that's lit. Like, as oh, far as God. I can tell, I was the first anime after party on a boat. Like, there was just uh-huh. some oh, disco group that, like, did it. But, like, oh, years yeah, after that's, me. That's, um... Yeah, this is the uh, Otaku with Attitude. That's them. Oh, no, the but, like, party. before that. Well, as far as... Well, before that's, that? like, a real event, though. Like, they're, they, they're oh, doing okay. a real, like... I'm talking about just, like, a random after party thing. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, oh, I, I, I did wanted to team up with him for like, like anime New York, but we're we're stuck yeah. at home. <laughs> but that's the dream. Yeah. You know, if I could link that's up with dream. him and like, oh, yeah, not, sure. yeah, next to anime New York, because anime New York, like the convention center, is right next to a like harbor. harbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we could run a yacht. I looked it up. I looked it up at at ALA because I was talking yeah. with some friends. Like, yo, we could do this. We could rent a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> you could throw a club on a yacht. Yeah. So, oh my god! Dang, I, I would love to. I would love to break down like, the party planning process. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everything's moved moved to twenty twenty one. Hashtag rip twenty twenty. Um. Yeah, I'd love to like freaking break down like your party planning process because okay. So just just a real quick tidbit, and then we'll we'll go into the next segment before break. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. What's it called? So how I knew Richie was too op for the party scene was ces and oh, so shit, okay. like marvin have you ever been have you ever been fortunate enough to come to ces with richie i actually have not been oh, ces is one of the, the events that i have actually wanted to check out yeah but never got the chance to since it's in vegas right yeah it's it's in vegas uh the first week of january i believe typically mm-hmm. um yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, CES is the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, it's it's like the Comic Con, but for tech, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's hosted here every year. But yeah, um, just long story short, this fool coming in hot with like the spreadsheets and like the, he's like <laughs> getting the legit ass connects. Like I was like, okay, I thought this guy was like hello OP for like the weeb scene, dude. This guy is like ten times that in just like the regular after party scene. Like I'm talking like normal functioning humans watching a dude in a red octopus kigu (laughs) walk around and take pictures at their fucking party and 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 like blow it up. Like that's that's how OP this fool is. So Oh my god. And I think that's that's the year where like uh, I forget the company sponsoring, but they're sponsoring is like we didn't drink enough alcohol because like they had to pay for the venue. Like okay, so all the drinks are free. The drinks are sponsored. So it's it's more like Spotify is buying you drinks and shit during CES. Like CES is like amazing after parties, right? Yeah. So, so the sponsored events, like we need to drink more. We need to like pay off the bar tab. Like he was like freaking out. I was like, yeah. hey, can can I start ordering like top top shelf? I was like, all right, give me give me the twenty year whiskey. <laughs> 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 you get the top top. Like I like you need to get the the step ladder. You know, like get that bottle up there. I'm like yes. <laughs> Dang, you, you hooked you up with that good shit. Oh, oh my god all right um so we're at we're at 20 minutes right now i'm gonna probably cut this part out. i'm probably gonna cut this part and edit uh do you guys want do, richie do you want to go into how you met kim before we go to break 
or do you want to wait for him to to chime in? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll just record like okay. another episode with him actually. Yeah, with him actually here. So, um, all right. So those are essentially mine and Marvin's uh, how we know Richie stories. Uh, and I know we want to dive deep into Kim, but obviously he's uh, he's probably passed out on a pillow right now. So I feel <laughs> like uh, we. I definitely want to give him his his share fair uh, fair share uh, fair share of uh, of stories with Richie. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I think so. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go and cut to break real quick, uh, and then after that we're gonna go and dive into uh, some of the some of the major topics. So uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, sounds good. No one can do it like you. Ooh. All right, and uh, and we're back, uh, <laughs> gentlemen. How was your break? Oh, it's pretty good. Uh, you nice. Know, the problem. How, how much of uh, how much of your tea did you go through, Marvin? Dude, I could not hold on to my fucking drinks. I literally just <laughs> chugged that shit like down. That's why I always have. We always have to do these breaks. I always tell Anthony like, "Yo, we gotta do these breaks because I gotta use the restroom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But that's yeah, it. I, I think I think what we should do is we should we should have like a donation fund for like Marvin's. Like we we should do is get you like a big ass jug. Of like your milk tea, and then just have it like in the back, like, just then, like a long ass straw, <laughs> like a camel pack. Oh yeah, seriously, dude. Hell yeah! All right, cool beans. So, um, so getting into it, uh, obviously. Huh? Oh, you're still in LA, right? Yeah, I'm in LA right now. Yeah, you could. Uh, Labovatory gets like the home kits for for bobas. You could get like twenty five pounds of boba. <laughs> <laughs> and five what? gallons of tea. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Put that shit in a water cooler, dude. <laughs> Get a keg. Exactly. You can keep going, Anthony. Yeah. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. That, that's good to know because I think yeah. what we'll do is when when we record live sessions again, when the world's done being over, um, we should definitely get like a bunch of that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, like then spike it up with soju, bro. <laughs> oh my god, let's go, yeah. baby. Thanks for the yeah. info. Um, I'll check that out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta feed the addiction somehow, mm-hmm. right? Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Good shit. Uh, All right. So, okay. So, so talking about, oh man, just, it's so interesting. I don't know if you guys find this interesting, but it's, uh, it's, it's very eye opening to me because I know like how we met Richie at like all these crazy after parties is like how we get, like how we meet him, but getting to know him has been like kind of a, it, it, that's been a journey in itself and a huge pleasure for me because I've learned a lot. Yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah, so that, it's crazy that you say that because uh, Richie, actually, we were roommates. We became roommates. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, there was an opportunity to live with Richie. And yeah. we lived together for, like, a whole year. But the thing is yeah. that one thing about me and Richie is that we just, even though we were roommates, we still only know each other on a con perspective. <laughs> we don't, mm. <laughs> like, we don't know. Yeah, we out of that whole year we only ate twice, but we yeah we we always partied like in convention, but we never like when we got to our own place we would just have our own little station and we would like not even talk at all, and it's like it's weird because it's like even though he was roommate I didn't know him personally, 
I knew uh-huh. I knew him in like a very still like he's like my con friend, which was very weird. Like I don't know what it was about Richie, but it's so hard to get to be very personal with him because it's like whenever he gets the chance, he just turns it into like a freaking party thing. Like <laughs> it's like it's like it's it, yeah, it's it's hard to be kind of like emotionally like involved with him. Like, cause again, yeah. he's he's basically like this guy. All he cares about, well, no, I I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> this guy is just like whatever goes in his mind is like, how do I make this more lit <laughs> than, than that? So yeah. it's like the idea. Yeah, how can you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> so crazy that that yeah. you say that because like literally like, and and I don't know how 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 long it took to get to this point, but like. I consider Richie to be like one of the closest people I confide in. Like, there's not a lot of people that I can say that I like, I, I fucking vent to. Like, okay, I think how it started was like, it was just one day me and Richie were in the car together. Like, I was either at his house or something. Like, I went to visit him. Uh, and then he just started like venting. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like, is this, is this, is this, the, is this our time? Like, let's go, baby. No. Honestly, because like, like I don't know about you guys, but like when it comes to like bros and stuff, yeah. like it, it for me personally, like I, it takes it takes a t- some time, like building a certain level of like trust and like building the relationship to be able to get like a bro to be able to confide in you. Oh, for sure. And here, Richie is like, you know, after going to a couple cons together, me seeing him in action, and then he's like, yo, like you know, I'm going through this right now. I was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 what's going on? What's going on? What? <laughs> and like it was a whole different side of Richie, and that's why I was like. Damn, that's so crazy, Marvin. Because like, that's I, I would say like how I know Richie now. It's like it's probably like seventy percent like that, and then like twenty to thirty percent like con stuff. Because con stuff like it, like con and after party stuff, I, I feel like comes second nature to Richie, in my personal opinion, based on how I've seen him do stuff. Uh, and that's saying something because we've ran a con together. You know what I mean? So like his natural instinct to like get shit done, like when it comes to planning stuff or when it comes to executing things is is so freaking impressive and that's why going into our next topic um kind of talking about like what the post post quarantine life is gonna look like um he and i were talking about this early this week um about what we were thinking about doing once kind of like quarantine's over and i'll tell you what this this motherfucker is such a He's such a like a sleeper strategist that bothers me. Dude. Like he has so much good shit. And again, I don't know if this podcast has just turned into like gassing up Richie like <laughs> times ten or whatever. But like I I I've been okay. Look, motherfucker, Richie, I'm looking right at you at at your two uh, <laughs> at your camera from 2080. All right, I'm looking at both of you right now. I have been waiting. I'm looking at both of you right now because I don't know which which reality each one I mean, is in. Actually, so, I want to actually take a, a picture. Of yeah, I just take a picture of this. But as, as I look into all four all, all four of your eyes, uh, I have been waiting for the moment where I could actually uh, talk about this type of stuff. And you know, based on the conversations you and I have privately, you know, you hear it from me a lot. But having Marvin here and and, and a, I guess our audience as witnesses, like there is so much smart shit that you say, <laughs> and it's like I you know. Drinking with this guy, partying with this guy, fucking crying with this guy, like, like I, I don't understand where it all comes from. This fool's just so fucking smart, and it's, I keep bugging you. So, where do you feel that you get most of your like advice and experience from? Because um, that's something that I wanted to dive into. 
um, a little bit. So, so experience. Yeah, you want to, you want to talk about that first? <laughs> yeah, please. I, I, I want to talk about your experience so, because so early in last decade. Early <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so last decade, when I, when I, when I was in college and like that period, like afterwards, I used to have this yeah. saying where it's like, I feel like I'm living enough life to have like seven lifetimes at once. Because I had just had my hands in like so many projects, so many organizations, um, like so many scenes that I was like connected to, where it's like at one point I started to see a lot of the same building blocks and a lot of things. So like mm-hmm. a con, it's gonna have an organization and it's gonna be a, it's gonna have a hierarchy, and then you know like a corporate business is an organization, a hierarchy, and like goals. Yeah. Like it starts to become the same, even though if you're in a different subculture. So I kind of like broke that down and tried to cross apply like lessons from like all these different scenes I was in. So that was kind of like my life philosophy where it's like, I could probably learn something like here and now. Like it could be six, six friends on the couch and it seemed kind of boring, but maybe I could learn about how people of those different backgrounds are interacting. And that's a lesson. So if I meet someone in the future with the same background, like I could connect with them because I, I met someone like them in the past. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. It's so crazy that you say that because like, I so when, you, when you're talking about identifying like patterns between like different organizations, like that's, I 100% believe in that. Hence why myself, Marvin and Kim, our dumbasses decided to start a podcast because it's like, you know, minus the technical stuff, like all the skills that we've gotten accumulatively between the three of us to be able to like put on something good um, is, 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 it, it seemed like kind of second nature. And that's, I, I love that you brought that up because I, I, I can't agree with you more. And that, that's like a, such a solid philosophy. Um, yeah. But, um, Marvin, do you have anything to say about that? No. Cause that's so freaking, no, I mean, did the, you know any of that about him? Well, the thing is that like, again, I don't know a lot about Rich's past. And the only thing I know about him was when he first met and anything forward, because uh-huh. like, again, I think the reason why that is, is that generally at that time I was so focused in building, the foundation for square noodles and it, yeah. it was very much involved in a lot of things i remember having like that that two times we had uh dinner together uh we talked about like that's when i got to know richie in a more like what the fuck he's doing in like that present time <laughs> and this guy was working for a company and this guy had three titles <laughs> like yeah. and, and what's crazy is like you know usually you would have one title and then two are like yeah, kind of iffy titles he had three major yeah. titles he was running three different departments I'm like how the fuck do you do that yeah <laughs> this was the party company Richie right I remember you too yeah that. I remember you saying like yeah like you know uh, this guy they fired this guy so I'm like now in charge of that that department and I'm like I'm working this department I'm also working this department and I'm just like how the fuck are you doing all that shit all at once so it's just like yeah. that gave me like a general idea of like how Richie works in like in a sense uh-huh. that he's very much capable and just has a lot of um experience all throughout to be yeah, hell yeah. like really really valuable in a team because yeah. you know, like again, like how you were saying, like like again, this is just all Richie gas up hour right now. Yeah, so, there you go. Let's go, baby. I've been so, waiting for this. I've been, this, so, this is all a trap. Yeah. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> this is what this is. Yeah, so it, it's like it's that whole idea that like he would just say, uh, he would just add in little ideas that just make things better. 
And like that's his yeah. whole motto. It's just like, oh, we have the technology for that. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, I was we've like, been oh, able shit. to do that. <laughs> yeah. So that was how, it. How? 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 Oh, sorry, I don't mean. No, you're good. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like it's a, like it, it wasn't until now that you know the, you, you would talk about Richie and like when when other people talk about Richie and like made me feel really really bad that I was like, what the fuck? How come I never knew Richie? From the, from the past, you know, it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, it's like Richie, like Richie and I has always been cool. Like we've always like party together. Like we've like had like a lot of our ups, like we had a, a lot of ups, some downs, but for the most part, like I really like love the fact that me and Richie were close, but it just yeah. made me sad that I just didn't know the like that side of so it's just like if, if you could just elaborate where like how you kind of move up to where you are now Richie from for example like you said like from the past decade like once from college to where you are now like how you, were you able to get your connections going like where did you start it what were what was your kind of like who were the influencer influential figures in your life and then like what kind of like little aspect that you took from everyone that helped you and build you to where you are now like i'd love to hear all that (laughs) can i add to that question too because that's something that i've been wanting to i he and okay he and i have had an iteration of this conversation but not to like this spirit bomb level type question so let me just add the dear energy to it too um how yeah. does one become Richie? Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> Gotta ask the check. Cause like, okay, the white, okay. So listen, the suits and the white glasses didn't just happen. Okay. <laughs> like how, how does that start? Like you, you don't just be, you're not just white this enigma in the con scene. Okay. Well, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so 2008, I had gold glasses. And then before that I had, like five pairs of glasses so I could match to like my suits. <laughs> but I first discovered Zenny Optical and I was like, all right, I have red, purple, pink, brown, yellow glasses to match my ties. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I went way too extra back then. <laughs> and then I think it was like 2003 where it's like, you know, I'm going to start dressing up now. I think nice. I, I broke up with like my f- first and only girlfriend. And it was like, you know what? I I need a I need to present myself better. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like sure. at the time, like 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 Metro as a word came out, I was like I'm gonna be Metro. <laughs> 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 and then I just stuck with it, like iterated like different outfits, like ever since then. So <laughs> that's explained that part. Ah, jeez, man. All right. Well, started in the you, you, you could you, you could edit this how, how you want because I don't know how long it's gonna take. <laughs> hey, so, yeah, yeah. just go all in, man. I'll, I'll work with whatever you give me, bro. So in 1999. Yeah, <laughs> Let's go, baby. This is 21 years ago. Let's go, son. I was in, I was in high school, um, and then I got involved with like the import car scene. And, uh, Ooh, different things on the internet, like. <laughs> Like Asian scene, <laughs> you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So it's all these like forums and stuff, and then yeah, this this company in San Francisco is like, hey, we need we need people to to like cover these import 
my car night event. So I went out and was doing that. And then I linked up. Jeez. All right. I can't, I can't remember exactly. But then I became a club promoter. <laughs> so I had Thursday night. In high school? In high school. So I was a senior in high school. <laughs> yeah, because I, I would take the flyers to like these emperor car shows. And then my brother oh. Vince started like DJing. So he would DJ the nightclub. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> like a sophomore <laughs> in high school. Oh so we were doing God. that. So that's always. So I've been doing events for a very, very long time. <laughs> nice. I was doing that. Uh, I went to college, got really involved with like the API, the Asian Pacific Islander community. Started volunteering nice. for the San Diego Asian Film Festival. So Ooh. with Dream. through through them, I was. Um, <laughs> this would call this like like black ops. So it's, it's basically special <laughs> events. Like I did a lot of the. The catered food pickups, but okay. uh, but also uh, we did a lot of taking care of VIPs and, and stuff. And like my favorite story from there is one time there was this director from Korea, and it was his birthday during the festival. So the, the festival director is like, "Hey, show this guy a good time," <laughs> you know? <laughs> they were like, oh, damn. "Damn, I don't know what to do with him." So I had my friend, and he's, she was able to speak Korean. And he's like, "I want tequila. I can't get good tequila in Korea." <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Food for Less, <laughs> bought tequila, and hung out in my friend's apartment. And he was telling stories about how you get bullied in high school in Korea, and everyone's like mean <laughs> and beat up on you. And then he became an artist. He's like, wow. <laughs> so, through, <laughs> so through that, that that's how I got kind of used to like celebrities and things. Where it's like, oh, you know, you're on network television, you're in movies, but then I can have like a one-on-one connection to you because you're a person. Yeah, they're yeah. just people too. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I got like that skill. My first <clears throat> AX was 2006, and then then that like Man. blew my mind. Where it's like, oh, here are my people, <laughs> you know, type of deal. <laughs> so yeah. in 2007, which AX historians call like the lost year, because AX was at the Long Beach Convention Center, and it was oh, a I'm shit show. Really... It was it was a damn oh. shit show for everyone. Like the lines were out. In the sun, like oh. the uh, the Long Beach Pike, I think that's like the ball next to the convention center. Everyone yeah. ran out of food. <laughs> so he, couldn't, oh, he, he couldn't walk to food because so many people came to AX and none of the restaurants were ready. Oh my God. <laughs> so everything was a mess. But then yeah. my booth was low as fuck. <laughs> I was like one of the first booths, so like a DJ, and then I had like go go cosplay dancers. And wow, like, <laughs> I'm still looking for this photo. Can you imagine? Um, my my cousin as a gender bent link making out with like a Final Fantasy cosplayer which is my ex-best friend's (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife still looking for those photos (laughs) this was lit (laughs) so I had a I had a a cosplay um like commission company, but that that fell apart. That that that's entirely too too long of a story. So f- fast forward two years, two thousand nine, San Diego gets his uh, first anime convention, and Vin- Vince was staff. He nice. brought me along. I, I became the first sponsor for that con, and then nice. the following year, uh, I became the marketing director. Uh, oh, then I became shit. a division head, and part of. The executive board for the nonprofit, and then AX bought Kanji. 
the SPGA wow. took over Kanji. I ended yeah. up volunteering for SPGA uh, doing their training and orientation. So I recorded their what? sexual harassment video <laughs> and did the voiceover Whoa. work. Yeah. What? <laughs> you still have that? I, I'll have to dig it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And, and then... Um, and then I got fired. So, how I got fired? I was in Vegas. Okay, so I was in Vegas in the nightclub, right? Um, oh, jeez. Like, Live Rabbit Live or something? Do, do you know the club? Yeah, 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 yeah that do. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm there, and the place is wild. Like, a drum corps came out, and like a guy in a frog suit. Like, this, this club is just <laughs> random. It's like a random ass. <laughs> Club experience, <laughs> right? And yeah. at one point, there's uh, women with uh, like nipple tassels because they're presenting <laughs> bottle service, yeah. right? So I put that oh, on my Instagram, really? and then AX gets mad, and I was like, "Dude, I I recorded the video for sexual harassment. Like, number one, they're legal. Number two, it's yeah. their job. Number three, there's yeah. implied consent because the club has a hashtag. The club wants you to take video." All the crazy things because it's right. part of their marketing strategy. Like yeah. no one's getting hurt here. <laughs> like yeah. no one was like inappropriately like anything. So it was like wow. a political move because what I was told was the CEO at the time was mad at my yacht parties because no one would <laughs> hang out with him. Because <laughs> I had all, I had like Faku, Crunchyroll, like the voice actors were on my yacht, and you could see the yacht from his hotel room. From his hotel seat, so he'll look down. He's like pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the entire that whole thing was a plot to like get rid of me, and then he was wow. fired. <laughs> from <AX>. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, <Christ. laughs> damn. So that's that's so crazy. Some, some of the history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, it's oh, dude. So after Is being that, like that's, that's man, that I call the purge. Yeah. Dude. So like yeah, I had a yeah. 2014 was kind of like a lost year. I was like, dude, what am I, what am I doing with myself? Like all my friends are at cons, but then I'm not actually part of the industry anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I ran into a friend who wanted to start like an, an anime streetwear brand. Um, nice. And then I got a job doing taxes, so I actually had like money. So, so fun fact, ALA <laughs> was supposed to do a flyer drop for me. For the for oh. it was called Dime Boy for for this clothing yeah. company, and they forgot, and so that like killed my business because I, I we put all like our entire pl- launch plan was those flyers to our website, wow. and it's like we we just <laughs> died out after that. Oh my Dang. god! Yeah, but that was the year Ouch. where uh, it's like the first hotel party I did with Kim. Then mm. hell yeah, at ALA, yeah. At ALA. Yeah. Wait, and, uh, where was ALA then? ALA was at uh, Ontario already. No, no not it yet. Was Burbank? It was no, no, Marriott. Uh, LAX Marriott. Marriott. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so we did. <laughs> What's that hotel that gives you free drinks during happy hour? NBC Suites. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, no, wait. I didn't, I didn't know that. Wait, which one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. NBC Suites. Okay. So you know how the Double Tree gives you free cookies? Yeah. So the NBC Suites, like, give you free drinks. <laughs> Like three to five, <laughs> you you just bring your hotel key card, like tap it to show that's the real card, and then you just get drinks. <laughs> Are we sponsored by them? Holy crap! <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that was, that was 
Oh man. I feel like Sean Wasabi was DJing. 2014, 2014 you said? Uh, 14 or 15. Yeah. It, it's hard because ALA is at the beginning of the year, so you kind of uh, think of it as the year yeah. before or after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, uh, have you, holy crap, I don't think I've ever heard. Okay, so the story, so backtrack for context sake, the stories that I've heard are like not that. I didn't know a lot of that in detail. Have you ever shared those stories before? Holy crap. Talk with so many people. <laughs> this might be the first time it's like recorded, I said. Like sure. The entire... so, okay, so I probably said bits and pieces, but as far as the timeline okay. going and like the people yeah. involved, like, man, SBJ was a mess. They, they seem more organized, and I don't know if it's because I'm on the outside now, but as far yeah. as the people I have left in there, I think the organization is doing what they can with what they have. Sure. But man, there was... Ooh. Well, back in the day, because like that was because I remember Kuya Ben. Shout out Kuya Ben, um, my cousin. He he would tell me stories about like old SPJA and like kind of how because okay, to my understanding, AX was like kind of the the split off from Fanime, right? Like back in the early two thousands, um, part of like a uh, like a Japanese anime fan group at like San Jose State or something, right? Something like that. Um, it used to be so it, Anime USA or something. Was yeah. was was the mother con <laughs> in the family tree of cons? Yeah, to to my understanding, I'm sure you'd know more about it. Um, and then I hear roughly around the time that you kind of got booted out of AX, like a lot of people, like probably the three to four years after that was like one from what I call the purge. Yeah, of when a lot of like departments walking out, and yeah, yep. OG is coming out. Yeah, a lot of the OGs that kind of made what AX what it was and kind of like, because a lot of them, as we know, are like sprinkled throughout the SoCal. And this is just for SoCal, kind of the SoCal, Southern, Southwestern U.S. region of like con con running staff, right? Um, and so a lot of them came from that camp, you know, obviously yourself included. So it's just so interesting to hear like kind of the, the backstory of that, because not a lot of people know that type of stuff, you know? All right, so we're going to go and jump into a quick break and we'll be right back. Alright, and we're back. Uh, okay, so just before we cut to the break, we're really diving deep into uh, Teruchi's backstory of how he got involved in the lore. Yeah, the, the building the lore, you know what I mean? Honestly, I feel like, and I've said this to Richie so many times, I feel like, so, like this is some fucking HBO Vice documentary type shit that I Hollywood and again <laughs> yeah hell yeah dude have you like has anyone ever offered to like fucking like documentary style your life for like a con so 1AX <laughs> there's this documentary crew right and then so I'm talking I'm talking to this guy and he's like I asked him straight up alright is, is this a documentary or is this reality TV and he's like oh no, no it's a documentary you know like I'm just gonna follow you around so it turned out to be reality TV. He, he like wanted to script a bunch of things. It's like, dude, you have to come at least one month in advance because he's like, oh, I want women taking their shirts off, blah blah. Like, I can't, you don't just force that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the people take their clothes off because they want to. If you're forcing yeah. it, then you, you know, like not always is not real, but it's like against like my values and my character. Right. So, like, don't, don't right. come at me with that and don't be disappointed because yeah. yeah, you said documentary, the sexual harassment video for right. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> So it's like, first of all, I kept missing like all the high drama. Like, 
there was a suicide attempt that like, I, I rushed to my friend's house to make sure they're okay. And then like I had a friend crying about their cosplay. Like those are like real true emotions and like real documentary shit. But he won't well, see a bunch of lit things. But yeah, I didn't even know. Stuff. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. which is fine, but like if I asked for a reason in like production. Like like I'm about production value. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I steamed the background <laughs> to get the wrinkles out for you guys. You know? Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. I got I got natural lighting, a ring light, another light, and a backlight for for the backdrop. <laughs> Just for you guys, you know. Dude, you don't understand. Like, I felt, and I, I don't know, I don't know, Marvin. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. I just got a message from Kim. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me see if I can get him on. Uh, I want to jump on. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, okay, so Marvin, just before, so before we started yeah. recording, I, I was telling you, I was like, dude, I feel really bad because, like, Richie spent hours i'm talking hours and i was there with him the whole way i was like bro like you don't have to go all out man like i don't want to be the weakest link bring bringing you, your guys's show down that's no go like, on to, come to, on go on do it right for my friends <laughs> oh no you're richie come on you don't you don't even have to try <laughs> oh my god but yeah but i am richie, so, so i have to try <laughs> yeah, duh, it's like a little contradiction for me right there. Yeah, but damn dude, that's uh, so crazy. Because I was like, yeah. oh my god. So in 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 the spirit of that, then, because I was like, dude, you're spending like fucking hours on this shit, right? So I was like, let me talk to Marvin and Kim. Maybe we can have you on like as like a co- a monthly correspondent or something, <laughs> where we can have you just drop in since you already have the setup anyways, and we spent all this yeah. freaking time setting you up. I was like, dang man, we should we should definitely figure that out. Up. Um, yeah. So I, okay. So I guess up to present date, then, um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about what you've been working on. Um, mm-hmm. and then kind of what you, what's, what's happening after like, let's say like post quarantine plans for yourself or like what, what you have going on for yourself? Like, what are you working on? Okay. As a joke with my friends, it's like, Hey, like my birthday, like my birthday party is going to be this event we're buying together. But in, in, in reality, <laughs> so so yeah, my birthday weekend. Um, the my birthday was April nineteenth. The event was supposed to be April eighteenth. Thanks. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, at ALA this year, I, I had some DJ friends come up to me and, and say, "Hey, I'm really interested in doing doing an event where it's like the people in my hotel room." So. So the people that are interested in this music scene that does show up to cons because sometimes cons will book them as DJs, uh, yeah, totally. or or maybe uh, like Crunchyroll does a VIP event and then they'll they'll mm-hmm. book them as DJs. So it's like, yeah. why should we be dependent on cons and the industry yeah. to be able to play and perform? Like we need to start putting together our own events and our own community, yeah, so, so that so that. Like artists could could have their limelight, like could can be able to play for for an audience that that appreciates them. Yeah. So, so I'm like, yeah, I'm all about it. And then fa- fast forward to quarantine, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> damn. Uh, like I still, all right. So I put my credit card down for the the Peer Space venue, and then I think yeah. Peer Space like shut down because I was like, hey. You know, can I can I get a refund? <laughs> like, yeah. It's oh, illegal shit. to have events. And then the yeah. ticketing system was like, 
know, due, due to current events, you know, we're not answering support tickets until business starts again. So I'm like, oh, dude, shit. like I got a couple thousand just, <laughs> just yeah. laying in this website that I don't even know it's gonna like exist after quarantine. Like that sucks. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, before the scheduled event, we did a test stream. Okay, nice. So so the organization's called Dikai. It's um, oh, a okay. portmanteau. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Of raison d'être, where is this, the the French like reason for existence, reason for being, and an ikigai, <clears throat> like the which is the Japanese like equivalent of like reason for being, where what the world needs, what you can be paid for, what you're good at, and what you love, like come together in this Venn diagram. So, yeah, all of our goals about like community, like bringing up artists and and independence like making this sustainable like a sustainable like set of events like, yeah. is our thing so we, we tested it out a live stream we, we were on twitch and uh all hells breaks loops it, mm. he's a dj and uh a, a, a vi- visual mm. live visual artist mm-hmm. uh oh, nice. he, he was hosting us like it went well and then after all events were locked down, we're like, all right, we'll we'll make an online virtual like event series. Okay. All all, all these DJs yeah. were at home, you know, they yeah. they could submit mixes to us. So the mixes are pre recorded, mm-hmm. but the visuals are live. Um oh. a lot of people, you know, this is like, okay, you know, the person's DJing, but what we bring to the table is that the DJs, the artists themselves, are in chat, like with the community. So the visuals are alive. So we have the live portion, but then oh, yeah. it, what's really cool is like, with the chats going off when when people are like, oh, "I'm feeling this mix so hard," and like the DJ could talk to you because they're not DJing. Oh, oh. Yeah. So so each performer is like, it, it, it's kind of like movie commentary. So the director yeah. is like, "All right, this is why I dropped this song in here." Like, oh, I'm really proud of this release. Like, it's it's really. Very intimate, like a listening party, but yeah. but still has the event social feel, and and yeah. so yeah. that's how we're trying to be different from other streams. Oh, it's that's great! So dope. that would make the DJ out, like be more connected, and then in a sense, it's like you you feel more attached to the artist. Right, 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 right. Like artist interactions, like yeah, are, are the number one thing. It's, it's it's been amazing. Like it it makes yeah, me yeah. feel good. <laughs> like yeah, seeing yeah. seeing these yeah. people. Having a space to hang out because we hang, can't hang out together, but we can hang out and listen to music together, right? And like, and still be a community online. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool because one thing about me is that a lot of times it's like I would listen to a song and I'm really loving this song, but then it's like I don't know who the freak sang like the song is, or, or yeah. who who created the song, right? And it's like I become a fan of their art, but not a fan of them. And um, mm. the way the way you're doing that as a kind of producer that really makes the the whole experience the better because not only you're attached to the song you love the song but you have the chance to get connected to the artist as well so that yeah. way you can pick their brains on <clears throat> basically how this art came to be yeah that's, dope. that's so like, dope I, yeah yeah that's such a unique take on it because mm-hmm. um Kind of in that contrary to most of the online festivals, mm-hmm. so to speak, that we're kind of seeing on, on in quarantine, uh, are literally just kind of plug and play type thing. Like, okay, you're just watching me do like a live set, and 
you know, call it a day type thing. But how, like, how did you guys come up with the idea? Because that's so unique. Um, like, have have you guys been monitoring like how other festivals are doing it, or like was this always the plan like from the get go? There's been other events where people take event submissions. Um, mm-hmm. so the other people on the team, uh, they're, they're able to take their experience from DJing those type of events. Yeah, but as as far as trying to figure out how to keep the community component going has has been pretty organic. So in in today's episode, which started four minutes ago, (laughs) (laughs) we we started implementing um, like gift bags, like electronic gift bags. So you come in, you leave an email, you you get some some samples you could use in music making, um, Mm -hmm. like a, uh, a flyer for the sponsors. Like information on where you could follow up on each of the artists, how you could listen to their mixes, and uh, you know, like our future events. Mm. So we're we're trying to slowly figure out the digital analog. <clears throat> yeah, the digital, like the analog to digital, like like equivalent. Yeah, 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 for each other. So yeah, let's say you go to a VIP event and you get like a gift bag. Well, now you could go right. to this event and get a gift bag. Yeah, you know, like you had this we're, other we're connection cool. with us. So like the yeah. artists get to show off their work and and maybe other artists could take these these virtual products or like these samples put in their art and then like yeah. just push the community forward and be able to create nice. like, and and um uh, publish like more things. <laughs> yeah. That's it so, seems so like definitely. you're really cultivating like the community and I feel like that's so for instance like one of the platforms you're using is Twitch, right? To stream to stream it. So I feel like it's taking the Twitch, the, what everyone loves about Twitch into the festival scene versus what the festival scene is trying to bring what the festival scene is known for, which is just live production and then just using Twitch as a platform. You know what I mean? Because Twitch is so many different things other than just straight up showing true, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the community component is like literally one of the reasons why, like, you know, they have like such engagement is because of that and in legit like you guys were actually able to figure that out so fucking power to you man and shit like i feel bad for making you late to your own event you know what i mean that was part of my stubbornness with 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 the production value and trying to get a (laughs) vice meter banana to work with a vr headset (laughs) and a webcam (laughs) and a usb mic so that's totally all good dude yeah Yeah. all good and then i'll 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 give you the links and i really want to shout out like everyone involved but i want to do it right um so i'll give you links and then we could like paste that together (laughs) okay cool beans yeah Yeah. i can i can throw it in we'll throw it in the description i can pop it up in screen however you want um but literally like brought along for the live event portion so a lot of this stuff (laughs) i haven't been able to help like the way it would like i feel like i'm shooting as much so i'm like i'm really like on here trying to trying to push us to do what i can with my connections to help (laughs) yeah hell yeah. like what we're doing now yeah yeah. as soon as we go back to real life and have the real life party then i, I could bring you guys in <laughs> yeah that would be great. Mm-hmm. yeah and then again any anything we can do kind of between myself marvin and kim we'd love to do our part in helping promote or, or, or letting us know what we can do um to kind of help with the cause because it's, it's such a great idea cool beans so I, um yeah go ahead i actually want to um so something that just came up right and um this is prior to the pre or this is from the previous episode and um, one of the reasons why I actually want you here is um, I actually want you to talk about 
everything hentai gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. So, so if there's... Oh, boy, I, I like, told you he'd bring Andy, it up. did you I find the video? Find yeah. the video. I haven't found it yet. I'm, uh, Lance is coming through at five, so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig through yeah. his phone myself. But uh, I haven't so, found it yet. So, uh, future Anthony here. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since the shooting of this. Uh, long story short, the audio editing was freaking insane, and myself and Lance had to dig through his archive of uh, all of his vlog footage from HentaiCon. But uh, we ended up finding it, and so I'm actually about to include that clip right here. This is an exclusive clip of. Uh, an all hands meeting on day zero or day one of HentaiCon, um, which doesn't exist anywhere else. Uh, Lance, <laughs> Lance was barely able to to, ca- to capture this video, so shout out to Lance for, for, for capturing this. I look forward to having a good convention. And while we're all here, I want to make one very special note. Please give a super round of applause to Richie sitting right over there. Without him, this call would not be possible. It is still your, your idea, your baby, yeah? <laughs> Anthony actually uh, kind of gave me his side, his take in HentaiCon, but um, at least whatever, everything that transpired and then the drama that came with it. But it seems like you were a part of something, an even bigger problem. And I'm actually genuinely curious as how you guys kind of gone around that because HentaiCon to me was just like this amazing convention, right? And like, I want you to get into the the idea or rather I want you to get uh, to why it did not materialize the following year. (laughs) (laughs) I left. (laughs) I left, so I I don't know. Like... from, from what's been floating around, it seems like I know very little. And and then, like, for my own sanity, I was like, you know, I don't I don't want to know. Because I'm just going to get disappointed. I was going to be like, wow, I could have prevented this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as they said that, oh, we lost all the programming, like, information and cons in a week. I'm like, you guys are weak, dude. Like, pull three all-nighters, reconstruct the fucking programming guy. <laughs> like, just fucking yeah. do it, dude. Like... Like the the show should have still going on, gone on, but I think there was like other things like financially that was going on, because they did like zero refunds, and then um, oh, what's shit. it called? Uh, Grotex. So Grotex, it was, it was a couple months later, and I emailed them. I was like, "Hey, this event's canceled. Um, no, no one's getting refunds. Like, is there anything you can do, or should I tell my friends to file chargebacks?" And Grotex was like, "We had no idea they were canceled. <laughs> no one told us." So if Hentaicon is saying Grotex fucked them over and Grotex is yeah. like Hentaicon ghosted us, you know, they're, they're just yeah. there's plot holes Wait, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm like curious. Who's Grotex? Grotex is their ticketing vendor. So if you like buy a, a badge, yes, yeah, so if you buy a badge, they handle the money and then they're the database of all like the badge names and everything. So even if that database was corrupted could generally reconstruct things by like hey send us your email confirmation yeah for your badge i mean you're gonna yeah. get some people that are gonna try to like photoshop it but mm-hmm. you could reasonably with a like a low loss percentage keep the event going so right. that's why i'm like in my mind i thought of ways around these problems and it canceled the event i'm like you know that's that's just yeah. weak right all right cool 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 so i mean like 
right. Well, so, e- even even then, because I, I I personally know um the the argument that they lost the database. Hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Before go ahead. That, ahead. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. I'm I'm like since I'm the hentai con fan here, and like I genuinely want to know what happened behind the scene. I'm happy that you guys are talking about it, but I feel like you guys are talking about it in the middle already. And I want to know the start leading to where you guys are now and then towards the end of it. Yeah, I I feel like that was kind of where Marvin's question was going, which was, well, I know you left and everything, but why did you even leave in the first place? Right. So it's like, why did you leave? Like, how did that came to be? And like, what was the um, rather like everyone, I guess, wants to know why such a successful con ended up freaking flopping on their second year when they had so much potential to be like like an, another big thing in SoCal. Such uh, a good question. TLDR, I was promised ten thousand dollars and I received No no fuck you. Don't say <laughs> don't say TLDR, right? <laughs> Do the whole thing. We've got the entire time. <laughs> well okay Wait, so the here, conversation here, here, here's what I was thinking. Yeah I was yeah. talking to Anthony about this earlier like yeah. We, we should just drop hints all the way until October, and on Hentai Con's anniversary, like we'll, we'll have like a timeline. You know, I'll have like a corkboard. I'll have pictures. <laughs> <You're looking laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna do all the picture for you. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm kind of down to be honest, and honestly, Marvin, like you're kind of shit out of luck like, because that's how we're gonna do it. Honestly, like I'm, full, I'm on board with it. Like a full blown scale from beginning to end, and yeah, just exactly. like completely tell the story. Here, here's the but thing: I'm, I was contacting. All right, all right, fine, fine, yeah, fine, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. bro. We're, we're gonna, right, so, we're gonna go, we're gonna go full Alex Jones on you, bro. Right, I promise so, you. All right. In that case, I'll, I'll have the TLDR. And then yeah. you guys can do a full blown presentation on the <laughs> second or the supposed third annual anniversary. Yeah. Or third anniversary of Hentagon. Well, so I mean, right dude, now, it, here, here's, here's my thing. Don't, definitely don't let us stop you from asking because we're, me and Richie, we're eating this shit up. Like, we're yeah. like, yeah, hell yeah, we know you want to know, but like, you know, yeah. we're only going to give so you this much. I'm curious. I'm like, honestly, like, it had so much potential. Like, I've never been so impressed by, uh, beginning con and like yeah. just how everything was presented and Thank like you. i was genuinely excited to to like, go to the next year go to the next year i said i was planning everything out i was gonna get a hotel i was gonna get like badges um uh and then obviously like throw parties too because you know mm. it's just like convention is just like right there yeah um but it's just when i mean i knew there were there were things going on based on what Anthony was hinting, but since I knew Anthony, I talked to Anthony, but I haven't gotten um, Karen's full details yet. Oh boy. Yeah. Anthony's, Anthony's detail aren't even full yet, but it's like, I knew leading up to, um, hentai God that there was already problems. So I want maybe collectively, I want to know everything what's going on. Like, even if you guys can just give me hints, like, hopefully like i can like slowly piece it out until to the point where it's like once you guys present it it's like it's fully kind of connected so like the reason why i'm so passionate about this is because i'm genuinely curious i'm just like what the fuck goes on behind the scene and like why is it such like like it was such a shit show okay yeah i I have to ask this marvin as 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 one of the the ogs in hentai con uh would you consider yourself a loyal hentai con customer like because it's you have all the right symptoms you know what i mean 
Yeah, I would have been like, because the thing is that the thing is that um, it it would have been so. Because the thing, I, I work with a lot of models, right? I yes, work with a yes, lot of do. models who are very much into the risque side of cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that hentai con would have been like the perfect platform for all of them, and it would have been a perfect platform. Thank you. Yeah, for for not yeah not not just these models, but for everyone who wants to create hentai right yeah and it would have right and it would have been like what the heck this is the place where you can go freaking indulge yourself and no one will judge you because everyone is indulging in it too yeah right Mm -hmm. and um i'm not saying that in like a very negative way in a sense that oh you know like you want you just want people to basically you know, get addicted to it more, blah, blah, blah. No, no it's just you, like, you get it. you're just like you get a it. culture war within conventions where it's like, yeah. oh, we're family friendly, but our dance is sponsored by Cosplay Deviants. It's like, you know, the yeah. kind of dissonance there. So it's like, you have this right. one event, you could, you could express yourself in these ways without judgment because the expectation yeah. is there's no five year olds, there's no babysitting, know. you know, it's 21, like, plus. 21 plus. We'll, we'll treat each other like adults. You know, right? Like, like so the maturity. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there was that, and there was definitely like in my head, I'm just like, I was like, I remember talking to you, Richie. I'm just like, yeah, we're not sure whether we like. I was very much hesitant to have my my models be be guest for your uh, conventions. Oh, because, I wanted them. I wanted right, them. Trust because me. Because in in my head, in my head, I'm just like, fuck. I'm not sure whether this is gonna be. A sh- like a complete shit show. Like I didn't know whether it's gonna be like full on. Like, that's the hump of the first year. You right. never know what you're getting and, with the product. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's the thing, and we didn't want to be like I know, like I, like I had your. Uh, I was confident with you guys in a sense, like in building up a thank you a convention. Right, that's fine. But the thing is that I know you guys from a freaking personal level too, and you guys mm-hmm. brought ratchetness, ratchetness to the fucking table too. So in my head, I'm just like, okay, this is a really, really, this is going to be an organized con because Anthony's gonna be there, you're gonna be there, and Karen's gonna be there. But I'm not sure whether it's like it's gonna be organized ratchetness or <laughs> organized an actual legit con. So that was my main concern. So in my head, I'm like, okay. We'll see how it goes, and then me and Misotobi we end up going, right? Yeah, thank and you. it's like when we first went in there, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I was genuinely impressed. Like again, I was talking on like previous uh, podcast how like the moment you come in, like you were hit right away with like this is hentai con, like this you're gonna see a lot of this, right? The moment you entered, right, it's like full new Chibari. I'm like. Perfect. That's like classy as shit. Like it just sets up the mood and sets yeah, it's like sets up the tone, right? And then you just go in and then there's just a bunch of stuff that are just very appealing and I'm just like you just felt like okay, I can finally um express certain things without being judged. Yeah. So going back to it is that what the fuck? <laughs> 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 why 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 is such a good con like like showed so much promise and then suddenly just boom like not even like a, a freaking serious explanation on why it fell apart like there was no kind of public announcement right they just kind of like went dark and I it was, was an so instagram post 
Yeah. There, but it, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. There was an Instagram post and I didn't even see it. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm like so passionate about this. No, 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 this right is good. I'm so let me counter, let me, let me counter with another question. <clears throat> well, why did this corporate entity decide to throw Yowie Expo and, and try to fill in for Yowie Con and still have Anime California and still have Anticon? No, that, that's part of it. Like, this organization really stretched themselves thin, um, got too ambitious and kind of like flamed out is the way I'm looking at it. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So speaking of this like uh, like power vacuum and or like this, this emptiness in this space. So on top of not knowing what cons are going to come back and survive skipping a year, mm-hmm. why don't we bring it back? <laughs> Why don't we have oh, Soju Bomb? So, so Anthony was telling me how about you, you guys want to do like like this this lit ass party to celebrate being able to hug your friends again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. all right, if you guys gonna go all out and get a suite at the Palms with an elevator and three floors and an infinity pool, use that as a launch party for an actual Soju Bomb con since you're <laughs> all retired. Right. No, I mean like. Yeah, uh, I mean, like that's a whole different project. I, yeah, I can. Okay, yeah, we. This is you're you're bringing out some some yeah. some uh some deep closeted uh, yeah. ambitions here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, okay, uh, I, that, I, I, this was on the agenda. We didn't go over it. Yet. <laughs> we got sidetracked. by it's like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm keeping you on schedule. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. it's, 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 yeah, no, 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 it's like this okay. isn't part like what what I wanted to ask like in regards to like um. Uh, basically what happened with HentaiCon. This is yeah. like, because I'm genuinely like curious on why. And like, I, I know that these two guys don't want to talk about a lot of things like in this podcast, but I'm doing my best to just squeeze out every single detail on them <laughs> just to get clarification <laughs> for everyone involved. And like, there's sure. a lot of disappointed people. Like I was genuinely disappointed. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I may not get my answer, but I'm really, really wanting, like, in the future, or both the of the answer. As far as the second year yeah. <clears throat> not existing, um, I, I really believe that having all these cons and they probably didn't do the sales they're expecting, like, created this burden where, okay, something really bad happened, supposedly, allegedly, with, with, with Hentecon's, like, database and sales that they felt it was unrecoverable. So even if that. even if that part's like not true, then yeah. maybe they just lost a shit ton of money on these other events. Yeah, and had to find a way to politically get out of it. Yeah, because I mean, there. So I was in the group chat for Yowie Expo, and not to, not to say too much, but um, and obviously for the people that went, like they saw, you know what I mean. So if if you went to Yowie Expo last or uh, twenty nineteen. You know, obviously we were trying to make it like, I would say we, because I wasn't personally involved in the project, but um, the group was was very ambitious with it uh, and wanted to try to achieve hentai con results, um, but, you know, weren't able to. And I feel like that was a big hit um, 
I would say morale wise on the team as well as kind of financially because there was a lot at stake. You know what I mean? For every one of the events, like each event was designed to compound on top of each other. So with the success of Hentai Con coming out of 2018, like it was designed like, and me, dude, me and Richie were talking about that shit for months. We're like, dude, like we're going to freaking br- <laughs> whatever money that they lost on the other events, like we're going to make up for it with our own badass event, which, you know, I, I, between the three events, um, I feel like we, we kind of killed it. Um, you know, just, just to say the least, but yeah, no, um, I, I feel like we can really, okay. So I don't know about you guys, but I want, I want to milk the shit out of this. I want to turn this into a series. <laughs> so that, that's the thing. It's like, maybe it's like what I like. The thing is that there were, what I'm generally curious about is that it seems like there was underlying problems from, a different con because of this company and then it kind of just um uh it showed or rather because of this of that if because of that con's problem hentai con ended up having being affected by it right yeah it's, yes and yeah. no because there was hentai okay so there was company related problems and then there was mm-hmm. hentai con specific problems uh right. and i and so going and into that's year what i two, want to know what are the company specific <laughs> problems and then what are the hentai con problems because as of right now it's just a really really vague kind of explanation i'm like all right cool there's problems with the structure of the company and how they were handling each yeah. of each of their each of the cons and then mm-hmm. when it should have been handled separately on its own. Right? Yeah, correct. But um, I guess I don't want to get, as of right now, it's fine. Like, uh, perhaps, You're going to have to live with it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to have to live with it. Yeah, and I then, still um, need to organize all my thoughts, too. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, true, so, same, same. Because we want to come correct, too, because there was right. a lot of very fine details. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Maybe yeah, it, so, was, well, it was the wrong so, time for me to bring it up, but... I hope that this is like um, for sure. This topic is gonna is gonna yeah. come back again, and like yeah. I hope like that each each time we talk about it, there's more and more clarity towards it. There you go. Good. <laughs> think of, think of it like the Oregon Trail. You know what I mean? Like this was the instance where like one of the wheels broke. You know what I mean? So it's oh, like God. all right, we're still trying to get to we're still trying to get to Oregon. It's just you know one of the cattle got sick or one of the wheels broke. So this is that instance. Yeah. So. Um, and again, I know Marvin, you're extremely passionate about this, but for anyone that's watching and listening, uh, if this is a topic that you want us to like talk more about, like let us know. Because yeah. like literally me and so myself between myself, Karen and, and Richie, we have stories for days on this. Um, we just one, we want to be very conscious and very careful of how we approach it. Um, because obviously there's a lot of politics involved. Um but that also shouldn't deter you from saying like, oh, maybe they won't come out with the juicy details. We can say juicy ass details. Trust yeah. um, between the three of between myself, Richie and Karen. Karen will probably let loose like a cannon. Uh, Richie is the best medium between myself and Karen. And I'm probably the most politically correct out of the three. But yeah, um, at the same time, I don't want you guys to get in trouble over it. Like, I know there's probably like I'm not sure if there's NDA um, uh, contracts or agreements. Listen, uh, if 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 a con is willing to forfeit uh uh freaking uh giving refunds, then as far yeah. as like legal stuff goes, I'm not necessarily that that worried. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So but my main say, thing yeah. would be I I would want to make an attempt to buy hentai con, <laughs> so I wouldn't <laughs> want to piss off people to the point where it's like, oh, they won't sell it to us. Yeah. <laughs> so I, again, just what, that consideration. What, 
so to, so to Marvin's point, what this is, it's it's a uh, it's an Alex Jones. It's a truth seeking journey. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're trying to uncover the truth uh, I hate you guys for so much. for loyal hentai con customers such as yourself get full closure, right? Like it feel it yeah. feels like it feels like breaking up with like the hot girl that you thought was into you, but then she just straight ghosted you, right? I, I can't like that's what it feels just- like. I can't believe we just went on like a 20 minute segment and then I didn't get my answers. I thought all that down. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. more than what the general public knows. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. Absolutely. But um, yeah. for sure, um, like cool again, beans. this is not going to be the last time. I'm always going to be forcing this, right? Oh, of course. Then, Please do. At the same time. So um, nice. because of this and I... Um, it goes to show that you guys basically know a lot of like details on how Anticon was run. And I want to go actually, yeah. since Richie's here, I want to go uh, to a different segment where it's like, Richie, we were talking about hosting this giant ass party. Oh my God. Or like after the convention, right? And like basically like kick off this party when um, post quarantine, uh, like post quarantine party. And yeah. it's like, we actually would want to, or at least I know, or I want to yeah. get your um, your thoughts on what would be, what what would you be, or rather, can you advise us what to add on this after, like this post-con party, in order for it to be more... Hang on, let me get a pen real quick, let me get a pen. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're the guy, you're the guy who always have like some freaking crazy ass ideas, right, and like right it here, never right. seems to fail. All right, right here. But you were already talking about like what, like palms with infinity pool. What, like what? Have you ever been to the palms, Marvin? I have been, but I didn't experience the infinity pool. I didn't know that there was an infinity pool there. <laughs> Can you paint the picture, Richie? Uh, yeah, yeah, Brett. Br- well, okay. Uh, wait. <laughs> can, can you bring it up? Uh yeah, hang on a sec. So pawns. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, so what what are these uh CES after parties? Like I did, I did up in this suite. And I th- I think at the time it was called like a Hugh Hefner suite, but then the Palms was bought out from Playboy. I forgot. You remember what company? Mm-hmm. So so yeah, the Palm Palms kind of uh, like rebranded and all that. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so Oh, it was uh, Station the, Casinos that bought them out. Station, Station Casinos, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the first yeah. floor of this hotel suite is is a pool that shows you the view of Vegas, like that, like on the outside. Jeez, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> okay, this is the the year where I did a Jello bat, like my first Jello bathtub suite. Oh, see, uh, <laughs> shoot, <laughs> was at this hotel suite. <laughs> I could I could take a photos there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's fucking epic. Yeah, it was like this this technology release party. So so it has a pool like this, and then there's just and there's an elevator inside the hotel suite because there's three floors, mm-hmm. and then there's like there's there's a room with a massage table. I remember that just because of being like, damn, like you know, it's one thing to have a hotel suite with like multiple rooms, but you have a dedicated room with a massage table. Like you, you get yeah. spa treatments in your suite. <laughs> you know, Dang, like the masseuse crazy. doesn't have to bring the table or anything. Like you have your spa and your pool <laughs> in your hotel suite. <laughs> yeah, all in one, all yeah. in one, baby. So, so that that pool You're in quarantine like, in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that 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 pool patio area is the size of a hotel suite itself. 
the, like this is how how large of a room we're talking about. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, so what, I, what I'm when, hoping is that you know these hotels have been closed for so long, and you know they're not making money, so you guys can swoop in on the first like travelers on a good deal. <laughs> Yeah, to get like one of the best suites to throw a party. So being in the hospitality yeah. industry, I promise you right now, sales folks in, in almost every major hotel are looking for people that want to book this shit. If anything, they'd be smart to market it that way if I were them. Yeah. Um if if I had connect if I was a hotel salesperson, I I'd be hitting up fucking college frats, I'd be hitting up like Jesus you know what I mean? Like Christ. all my connects in the after party scene, because that's that would be definitely be the move. Um mm. so yeah, that's kind of what inspired that conversation, which was um um, you know, after so after the last podcast, myself, Marvin, and Kim were talking about what life is like with no cuddles and how uh, <laughs> how bad uh, Marvin is slowly dying inside. So oh, we're like a, a good reputation of me. Oh, absolutely, he definitely does. His his hugs Thanks, are Richie. fucking phenomenal, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um, talking so talking about kind of missing cuddles and everything, we're like, dude, you know what would be sick? Because obviously, and again. You know, I don't even think it's just Marvin exclusively like, motherfucker, I miss hugs too. You know what I mean? Like I miss, I miss social interaction too. So I I have a feeling that once things start slowly getting back to normal, where like, you know, gatherings can start occurring, I have a feeling, and this is just a gut feeling, um, same gut feeling that I had about HentaiCon trend, you know what I mean? Um, That people are, there's going to be an influx in people wanting to have like, gatherings somehow oh for sure so yeah. and and that that was kind of the degree of what we we're talking about and I, I i brought it up to richie as just like a joke slash idea slash hey if we were to do something if you were to do something like this how would you do it uh and it just stemmed like a two-hour conversation of like dude like this could that <laughs> definitely be the start of something uh and it was mainly because of a conversation myself marvin and kim had about potentially about kind of brainstorming slash game planning uh some type of event so yeah, yeah for full context no, I'm, I'm definitely like interested in possibly hosting and um mm. sponsoring an event like that <laughs> um, hell yeah i'm so down um because i i've been quarantined for for a while right? and i'm probably gonna oh. be quarantined until the 15th and um even then i feel like there's still going to be a lot of uh, stigma in like in large large gatherings and that's sure. fine but I'm pretty sure, like that, what that is is this will we'll just give us time to prep more, so that way, by the time the stigma goes down, we're yeah. full, fully ready to like throw this. Yeah, going into it real quick, just before we wrap up, because uh, again, I just want to be super cognizant of Richie's time. He literally has an event going on right now as we speak. So, <laughs> uh, to kind of wrap everything up. Uh, Marvin, I apologize sincerely that you didn't get your answers. It feels like the hand job of explanations. Like I'm sure you're not necessarily pleased, but just know the good stuff is coming. Um, you know, I definitely want to be able to sit down with Richie a little bit more to kind of help gather our thoughts, uh, and come up with concise explanations of kind of our side of the things. So if if that's okay with you. And then um, going into uh, the cons and events, like, man, like, we're talking about so much good shit right now. Uh, it kind of sucks that Kim's not here. I really wish he was here with us because uh, I know this would be, like, some really solid stuff. Um, but, yeah, as far as planning the post-quarantine life event, like, I feel like that's a discussion we can further have. Uh, if Richie, if, if you know, we'd be honored to have you back on sometime. Uh, I know, obviously, you're very busy with, with your school and, uh, and work schedule. So you definitely want to be mindful of that. But, um, 
Yeah, would you would you be down to come back? Schedule it out. Like we we needed to do the entire segment with with Kim, and then I, I wanted to shout out you guys, but I don't I don't feel right <laughs> gassing you guys up, and your partners aren't here. You know, it's not like I uh, I love okay. Kim less. You know, <laughs> just because he's not here. So yeah. that can wait. <laughs> yeah, Kim, Kim had a great time last night. So yeah, uh, he uh, so he messaged it, us. <laughs> yeah, the thing about it is that if we decide to have him on, he he'd probably be sad that he won't project the same kind of energy. Yeah, um, because you know he borrowed yeah. the happiness from last night. But yeah, you know for sure, like this is not going to be the last time. Hopefully not, uh, not the last time for you to be here. Have to actually um, be there in Vegas. Oh, oh yeah, God, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, you have yeah, yeah you have to. We have to do this in the studio and uh, yeah. all the suit juice all around. Um, your if it's okay for you to come back, we'd love for for you to have. Oh, we'd love to have you back. Yes, please. We'd love to have you back. I mean, honestly, yeah. we've put in so much time into your uh, your straight up twenty eighty camera setup and everything. Like you're literally coming at us from the future. So I don't know, maybe like a small correspondent uh, spot, <laughs> letting us know how how life is out there in the future. <laughs> All right, cool. So to close this out, um, um, just before we shout uh, shout our stuff out, uh, Richie, where can people follow you personally? Where, um, what's uh, what's what's your social media? How can people reach out to you if they have any other questions or if they want to party with you? Rich and creamy, or be rich and creamy all over the internet. So my my Twitter's rich and creamy. I wonder if you could nice. see, and then I'll do it for this camera. <laughs> I have all my glasses. Yeah, hit me up on Twitter. So the thing is. I- I, I 100% empathize with the fact that you're sharing with your glasses, but we're not in person. But you yeah, know, appreciate the attempt. It's not the same, but you know, it's not yeah, the that, same. That, the that's why effect. I paid paid extra for that. <laughs> and, that and then awesome. uh, Dikai, um we're streaming on All Hell <clears throat> Breaks Loops, uh, mm. and then our all our socials and 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 contact. Well, we'll we'll get that in post. Sure. Yeah. Make sure I don't give you any typos or anything like that. Cool beans. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll definitely make sure to include that. Um, all of our, all of mine, Marvin's, and Kim's socials is going to be in the description. Uh, follow us at Soju Bomb TV or Soju slash Bomb uh, all across the internet. So you can find us there. Uh, and also, too, please let us know if you enjoyed this. This is such a oh great experience for me personally because one we're on, we're not on only honored with our first guest we're honored with one of my favorite people in the whole world uh and it was definitely such a good conversation i don't know if there's anything uh you have to say about that marvin oh <laughs> uh, no i'm generally uh happy that uh richie decided to come in yeah uh, especially as, a, as our first guest um, yeah really love the fact that you know i got to know richie a little bit more <laughs> Yeah. Um, not just in a party standpoint, because I know plenty of them in that sense, yeah. but for sure in a, a more personal way. And, um, like again, uh, Richie, hopefully you're, you're back more, um, because we'd love to get you into the whole idea of just, you know, what can you add in our already crazy plans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there, if there, yeah, if, if if there's yeah. a, if there's anything I've ever known Richie for, it's making good plans fucking great. So, that's anyways, true. that's it for yeah. us. We appreciate you guys so much for watching. Um, please follow us, give us a like, subscribe, all the above. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Peace out.